0: Indie Darlings, that's crazy. That's my, that's my, me and my wife's LLC, our, our company. That's when I do freelance stuff and when I produce movies, it's based, it's based out of that. Um, but yeah, I followed you on TikTok back, loved your content. Then I found you on YouTube and I got up to speed on your, on your journey, right? So it was kind of, it was kind of backwards. I wish I cut, I wish I saw it during its heyday in 2018. Um, but I, I kind of want to set the, the, the precedent of this call. From from my perspective, um, I consider myself a, a a pretty successful guy. I'm a, I'm a father of two kids. I uh, was a, able to build a house in Austin, Texas, in um, during 2020, which was crazy. And uh, I pay my I pay my shit through art money. You know what I mean? Like what we do for a living. Like I'm able to do that full time. Um, so I'm super grateful for that because, as you know, it's it's not easy, right? Um, but there's uh, one, one thing that I really want to talk to you specifically about like why you is I look at you as as someone who not just quote unquote made it in the YouTube world zeitgeist but like I look at you as one of the guys. And I want and I want to be one of the guys. Like more so than a, you know a Ferrari or a big fat payday or jumping out of airplanes like I look at you, I look at Matt, I look at Babin. I look at Sarah Dicci, I look at Peter McKinnon. I look at all you guys and you all seem like this, like you guys are like from the same high school, from the parasocial perspective. That's what, that's what it looks like. And, and uh, I'm 34 years old. I've been making YouTube videos since 2007, but it never really popped for me. But I also have been um, terrified to go all in until very recently. And I want to go all in. I I feel like you're the perfect dude to talk to about this. So um, whether if it's you know friendly conversation, a back and forth, you know I don't expect you don't take all the pressure off, like don't don't feel like you need to have all the answers or, or, or anything like that. But you're like you're like a guy who I who I considered who's done it, man. So how does it feel, first of all, to be on the other side?
1: Hey, like thank you for saying that. That's like super awesome and crazy. Um, to so it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like being on the other side is maybe the first thing that I would say it just it just we're all just like the way you just put it like everyone from the same high school where that is um that is like true that is like we are all you and I and everybody in this community we're like from the film school that was like on the internet and like we embrace social media video And we're like, yeah, so this is what we do now. And also we are artists and also we create films and like we paint and we, um, you know, created children and are creating them daily and 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 raising them. And like, yeah, dude, I I, I don't know. I just resonate with that. But um, yeah, it doesn't doesn't feel like on the other side. It it just feels like all one kind of linear slash exponential journey with like roller coaster dips and waves and all of that stuff. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's how it feels to me. It feels very, you know, there was definitely times in 2018 where I was like, I got to pinch myself. I can't believe this is happening. And then, um, you know, there's times in 2019, 2020, where I'm like, Oh shoot, this isn't happening. Like I, I, what am I going to do? And then there's times in 2021 where it's like, Oh shoot, it is happening. Like this brand just offered me $7,000 to make a stupid video, you, you know, and like put their, put their name in it, in my YouTube page. So it's like, um, yeah, man, it's all of that stuff. But, um, yeah, I think like, yeah, yeah. So anyway, it's all that stuff.
0: May may, may may I ask you, as someone who, so I I daily vlogged for like 35 days consecutively. And then my life changed. I got an opportunity to, uh, are you familiar with David Rock, D-Rock? I, I thought you would be. So over here in Austin, not too many people are, but over there, uh, in the, in the Northeast, I can see how you would be familiar with him. This guy put me on and gave me my big break and I was able to D-Rock with, uh, with a celebrity slash entrepreneur for two years, and that I, I've lived the Tyler Babin life, I've lived the D Rock life, and that was from where I went from amateur to pro in twenty seventeen. So I've been doing this for eighteen years, but I consider myself professional, where I was able to pay my bills with this money um, for the past five or six years, and I've been on private jets, you know, filming behind the scenes. I've um, I've I've been to. The United Center in Chicago, and was able to film an event there. I, I have a lot of, um, as, as you do as well, um, peaks and valleys in this business. Uh, being able to fly first class for somebody like me, like it, I just never thought it would happen, you know. Um, so I've made it in this business, and I got to this point where there was still that hole inside me, and I and I asked myself, and I wrote this down: "What's the point?" So I wanted to ask you for someone who's in my opinion, and you can you can uh, you can agree or disagree with this, but like I look at you as someone who's hit a hit a pinnacle, maybe not the pinnacle of pinnacles, but has hit a pinnacle. And have you ever gotten to the point where you've asked yourself, "What's the point? Like, why am I still in this?" Post vlog, post it, you know, coming up with the book, post so on and so forth, you know. Um, and if you have asked yourself, you know, is this all there is? Like, what have you arrived at? Like, what is the point for you? You know, with with no small creator, like, I've always wanted to create something like that. So that, that is why I came up with Indie Darlings, like, tangentially. It's so weird how adjacently that happened. But from, from your – so I feel like we have a lot in common. But uh, have you ever been to that point? Because I've seen you on, on Twitter uh, in the past six months or so kind of rebel almost against, like, hustle porn, right? Um, but we've all, we've all been in that grind where <laughs> we ate, slept, and breathed this business right and i'm sure that was i'm sure that was you in 20, in 2018 so have you ever had any struggles with that and have you ever asked yourself you know what is the point and, and what did you arrive at if you, if you have said
1: dude yeah all the time and and so to this day you know it's like it's not like i somehow figured out the answers and like yeah whenever i whenever i like rebel against the hustle culture thing I always want to put the caveat of like and for those of you who don't know, I'm speaking from the experience of hustling my heart out for an entire year. You know what I mean? Um, Amazingly, though, 2018 didn't feel like a hustle to me as much as it just felt like I was pursuing. It felt like all of these things aligned like um, art impact, like, motivational speaking, inspiration, community. Like, it just felt like they all aligned, and it just felt like, all right, bro, like, just keep diving in. It just kept, it felt like every day I got to just, like, dive into this pool of all of that stuff, this soup of all of that stuff. And, like, it, it didn't feel like a grind for, I would say, like, I would say probably 15% of 2018 felt like a grind to me there. I started doing more of the grind stuff. I'd say more in like 2020, 2021, where it's like, okay, it's not just simple. It's not just easy. It's not just like I'm making a daily vlog. Like that was easy. Now I'm trying to like, uh, bring together the money side of it, bring together the, um, keep the creative side of it but like what do i really want to be and who am i like what is my message and like everything was so clear and simple in 2018 it didn't feel like a grind when i lost that clarity that's when it that's when it started to feel more like a grind to me uh which is funny but um how did
0: you lose the clarity and how did you get it back if you did
1: uh i i'd say i'm only right now in the process of regaining my clarity honestly Um, and, and for me right now, it's, it's very centered around how can I help people with ADHD or people who think they might have ADHD? How can I help them focus? Um, and for me, like just finding that clarity, that's very noble. noble. Well, yes and no. I mean, there's money in it for sure. Right? Like there's definitely money in kind of the coaching space of like the focus coaching, like how, okay, Cody seems successful, you know, leveraging whatever success I have to be able to be like, yeah, you want this? Like, come and get it. You're a creative who has problems focusing and getting some of this mundane stuff done. Like, let me let me help you do it. Um, so there's definitely money in it. But um, yeah, I mean, I think at the, at, like at the foundation of all of it, the clarity has to do with um, like purpose, passion, and impact. If I can feel like I am making an impact in, in an area that I'm passionate about and in an area where I feel like the world needs this. It's like the Frederick Beekner quote. Have you ever heard the Frederick Beekner quote? It's like you um, your vocation or something, I'm going to butcher it. Your vocation is where the world's greatest need intersects with your greatest desire. And, like, anytime those two things can come together and I can, like, it's, like, almost like it's this butterfly, like, fairy dust that I can just barely reach out to and, like, and like start to grasp. If I can hold on to that butterfly, like, that's when I feel, like, that, that clarity that everything's coming into alignment. So, um, but, I mean, for me, dude, like, the money has to be there. It, it all can kind of, it all sort of comes together. Like, if there, there's a way to make money there's a way to create impact, there's a way to help other people make money, help other people just overcome, like, money is a thing, easy thing to talk about, because it's, like, it's so objective, it's so, like, tangible, but, like, just helping people get stuff that they want to get is, like, very, very uh, purposeful to me. I feel, like, No Small Creator is, like, I feel like I'm helping people understand that just making stuff is enough, even if it never garners a bunch of attention or grows a massive audience or whatever. Like, just the process of taking something from in your head and putting it out there is enough, and that just felt very like purposeful to me. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, long answer to a short question.
0: No, I get it. So, purpose, purpose passion, impact. Uh, having that intersect will will help you gain clarity. That answers the question. Uh, on the subject of money, I wrote this down. I ask everybody this, if this is too much, you know, you don't have to answer it, but what's the biggest payday you've ever earned in your career? Um,
1: when I, uh, when I sold my video production company to my partners, that was $50,000. I don't think that that's public information. So uh if you yeah, ever release this private. Yeah, if you ever release this this interview, just just bleep that. But that was fifty K. Um I one time did two videos, two like one minute long videos that was thirty K. So two videos for thirty thousand dollars um is like a two day shoot. Uh it was the exact meme of like uh, $300 client is like, we, you owe us your life. Like we need to get this right. This is going to, this needs to be the best thing. Like 70 rounds of revisions, $30,000 client. I sent it to them. They're like, Cody, we love it. It looks great paid. You know what I mean? Like when people pay enough money, like they just trust you, you know? Um, so yeah, that would, that was my second one. Then I've, I've done some YouTube stuff for, um, seven thousand dollars i think one youtube thing it was like a multi-video project and i think it ended up being fourteen thousand dollars um but you know i've those are actually small numbers like those are rookie numbers compared to what you what you're what there is on youtube you know that that you are capable of um with the
0: right brand it's more common it's common and uncommon at the same time, but I think it's more common in our world than it than we really think it is. Oh yeah. To be honest.
1: And like, numbers are just numbers, man. Like, it is so crazy how in this society that we live in, you can you can literally find somebody out there charging three hundred dollars for something that I charged thirty thousand dollars for. You can for the same two minutes of video, you could pay three hundred or you could pay thirty thousand. And, like, if you start to wrap your head around that, Chris uh, Chris Doe is a, is a good one to follow, the futurist, about that. But when you start to wrap your head around that, like, the money, the numbers kind of become the secondary thing. And it's more about, like, vision alignment and, like, do I want to work with you? Do you want to work with me? And, like, if we do, like, okay, great. Um, here's the number. Like, let's see if we can come to an agreement, you know?
0: What do you do? What are your current side
1: hustles,
0: for? if any? Um, I know right now it seems like you have a, a day job, correct? Yeah. But you're also doing YouTube.
1: Yeah, so I actually just resigned from that day job a week ago.
0: Congratulations. I just resigned from a day job a week ago as well
1: No way dude let's go Yeah when you were actually texting me I was like about to get on the phone with my boss and resign like last week on Monday or when Friday or whatever that was
0: Congratulations, can you talk about what, what what went into that
1: Yeah um I'm a I'm a freaking entrepreneur man I'm a creator I I need to make stuff I I must make things and and whether that's systems structures videos um, programs, ads, VS like I must be making things. And it just, I tried it. I gave it a shot. I tried helping other people make stuff and, and,
0: and not making stuff. We're so, we're so alike. Yeah. It's really creepy. Yeah. Um, same exact journey. And, uh, I had a job, sorry to interrupt. I had a job that was made for me, a corporate job, and it was paying me close to hundred K a year. And so leaving that, as you know, we're, we're fathers, you know, it's, uh, leaving certainty not that there is job security right let's be real but um they could have they could have fired me at any moment i'm sure um but like you said i I don't necessarily identify as strongly as you as an entrepreneur but i am a creative and i do i do want my time back yeah most importantly yeah i value that more than anything yeah how i make my money is more important than how much i make i think
1: dude yeah let me speak to that real quick and then i gotta grab a charger because my uh computer's about to die but um Uh, Yeah. So this job, I was working on the central time zone. So it would start at 9 a.m. and it wouldn't end until 6 p.m. And for me, you know, 9 a.m. Eastern to 6 p.m. Eastern. And my daughters go to bed at 7 p.m. So by the time I left the office and got home to my house, I was with my kids for 30 minutes a day. I was oftentimes working weekends, right? I just started thinking like, bro, yeah, the money's great, but how on earth is this worth it? Like your kids will never be seven and five again. You know what I'm saying? And so that, you know, that was there. There was a lot of, of components that went into it, but at its core, like the beautiful thing about being a creator is you can create money. You really, that's what we do when we make videos, we're creating money and sell, make videos and sell them. We're creating money. There are many people out there who do not have that option. They don't know what they would do without their job. Me, without a job, I'm like, okay, what's a business plan to make another hundred k a year? How do we do it? Um, so, yeah, dude, I resonate with that strongly. Uh, so, do you mind if we take like a three minute break? I'm gonna go to the bathroom. I'm gonna grab a charger. All
0: right, I'll be right back. I felt like you, I didn't give you an opportunity to answer. What What are your side hustles? Obviously, they're going to turn into. Like your main hustles, but yeah. what are
1: they? If you don't mind me asking, I've got I've got one secret one that I can't talk about right now, um, and part of it too, it has to do with um, if I talk about my plans, I'm I'm actually less likely to execute them. Um, yeah. So I like to talk about things like once they've happened or at least while they're happening. <laughs> so I've got one secret one that I'm super hyped on, but yeah, dude, I. Um, I have a couple of YouTube channels that I've never told anybody about and never will tell anybody about because I just want YouTube to be building them organically for me. And uh, there's money in them. You know, There's like affiliate sales, a couple different ways that they're making money. And then also hopefully AdSense. None of them are monetized yet. Um, so, yeah, building those channels. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think for me, the my side hustles... Um, side hustles are interesting because in one sense they give you this kind of creative freedom to feel like okay I don't have to focus on just this one thing so I can focus on this other thing and use a different part of my brain in another sense like you know there's this whole other camp who's like don't have side hustles just focus on your thing let your thing be your thing I don't think there's one I don't think there's a right way or a wrong way I think that it's like um, you do you do you and like I, I mean that's how I've been my whole life is like May, there's a time for side hustles and there's a time for focus and the trick is knowing what time is what and so if you have a couple things a couple irons in the fire um, in my mind that seems like nothing but good because maybe something is about to spark up and then you can just pull this iron out of the fire and start hammering on that thing you know what I mean so um, yeah that's where I'm at with the side hustle thing right now Not, nothing crazy but uh, but one secret project that I'm super hyped on
0: my last question, um, are, you know, TikTok numbers, YouTube numbers, yeah. Twitter numbers, yeah. wherever you, you gauge yourself in the marketplace and in the social currency aspect of things, you know, being that we're all in the same high school, so to speak, same film school, I think is a better better way to put it, like you said. Yeah. Are you as big as you need to be? And uh, if not, um, what are you going to do to grow?
1: Yeah, so in the spirit of No Small Creator... Uh, let me first just, and I'll answer the question, but let me first just rewind and say there is, and will always be no such thing as a small creator, which means there's no such thing as a big creator, all creation. Every time you take something from inside your freaking head and you put it out into the world, that's massive. It's like infinite. It's not quantifiable. There's no such thing as big and small. Yes, there are there are big and small channels. Yes, there are more and less followers, all of that stuff. I'm fine with all that stuff. Like and I'm happy to talk about it and I'll talk about it now. But just don't ever get the two mixed in your head. Creation's massive and uh your follower count has nothing to do with that, all right? But uh yeah, to answer your question more directly about followers, no, in no way am I do I have enough followers. Like and I will continue to grow each and every single one of those platforms
0: so followers don't if you if you look at things like a a mr beast perspective yeah followers don't necessarily translate to uh, the attention and interest that we have and how that reflects on us monetarily or does it to you
1: oh no it does monetarily it does yeah no i'm talking about something like bigger and more ethereal than just money you know i'm talking about i'm talking about the sheer power of creating something from nothing
0: Got it, got it. Yeah, got it. but no, the so, more, more uh, you're followers not as big you have, as you need to be. What, what are you going to do to grow?
1: Yeah, um, so when it comes to YouTube, you know, on my main channel, I got to double down on the on the content that's worked, which for me is kind of funny, charismatic, vlog style video. How to make it? So whether that's shooting, whether that's editing, uh, it's got to be fun. It's got to be funny. It's got to have a good amount of energy, and I got to tell people how to do a good job of making online video. That's what my main channel needs to be. Um, I, on my, uh, some of my other channels, similar stuff, but again, it's double down on what's working. Or if I don't know what's working yet, because the channel's brand new, look at the competitors in that space, quote unquote competitors, because we're in a cool kind of um era of the world where like at least when it comes to online video there's not really such a thing as a competitor it's all just kind of synergistically feeding videos to one another um and like if there's someone in your space who you quote unquote compete with chances are your videos are going to get suggested to their audience and their audiences videos are going to come and watch you and then vice versa like you're just going to help each other grow just because of how algorithms work so that's sick But um, yeah, looking at your competitors, what's working, what's not working. How can you improve on that? How can you give your own angle on that thing? That's what I'm going to be doing on my uh, four other channels that I've been building. Um, And then, yeah, when it comes to Twitter, I do not really have a focus on growing. But the beautiful thing about Twitter is like if you don't focus on growing and you're just kind of putting your thoughts out there in the world, it resonates with your crew. And they come and follow you. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, it's an interesting, crazy thing where the more kind of real and transparent, quote unquote, you can be on that platform, um, you know, maybe it's not as like viral thread, like 70 million people in the world use Google Cal, but only 6% know how to use it right. Like, I'm not interested in that sort of Twitter growth. I'm interested in like more organic Twitter growth. When it comes to TikTok, um, Growing there is, you know, it's a numbers game, it's taking swings, like it's one of the most forgiving algorithms, I think, in, in the game, where it's like you can just have videos that flop until you just get one that pops and gets a million views, you know, so taking swings, having fun with it, but for me, the most long play, long term, um, highest potential platform is YouTube, and so that's where I'm really focused on doubling down on what's been working. Um, and, and continuing to grow on that on that platform.
0: Last question, last question, Promise. And this can take 30 second answer. Uh, yeah. thank you so much. You've been so valuable. I got so much out of this. Yeah, dude. Um, doubling down on what works. Can you, what if you don't enjoy the thing that worked? Do you double down on well, that? Anyone?
1: Just, just ask yourself if you want to make money on the YouTube channel, ask yourself if it's important for it to grow. And if it's not, then like, okay, make your money elsewhere. Or start another channel, one that you're really passionate about that you do want to make stuff about and still make, you know, it's it's tough for me to be like, um, you know, to abandon something that is a revenue generator. Right. Where it's like, OK, if if I'm willing to feed this beast, it will keep on feeding me. So like might as well um don't do soul-sucking stuff right
0: i'm very conscientious about what to get famous for yeah certainly what to be known in the marketplace for yeah so when when something works but i don't want to be known for that i'm like cool that works i'm gonna do something else and it's really it's it's stunted my growth
1: yeah for sure yeah and yeah for me i'm like let's play the long game you know like we've got 20 years before we're even gonna realize any of this stuff so like who knows what we'll be known for in 20 years, but I know for sure it's going to be something to do with the fact that I took stuff from inside my head and put it out into the world.
0: Dude, this was so crucial and meaningful to me. Yeah, I got so much out of this. I took so many notes. Um, thank you so much, man. Dude, uh, look at me as a resource. I'm here yep. for you if you need anything. Yeah, uh, You have my number. Um, keep, you know, happy to keep this casual, but just thank you so much, man. I, I wish, uh, wish we had this over coffee, but... I really respect your time and, and everything, so just thank you so much. Just let me know if you need anything. I'm always available.
1: Yeah, dude. Same same with me, man. Thank you so much. Okay, so I appreciate
0: you, and good luck on this uh, next chapter on the journey, man. I'm so right. proud of you. That's, you too. Uh, it takes balls. Yep. It takes balls. Two yep. of them, in fact. <laughs> Let's get it. All right. All right. See ya. Later.